We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Grody time, and that means it's time for Mark Grody with Mully and Haw. Bears. On 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Borrowing Gabe Ramirez from Grody today because he's filling in for Mully, and that brings us to our next guest. It is Grody time. Mark Grody, our Bears insider, our jack-of-all-trades, the khaki pants of this station. Mark Grody now joins us. (laughs) On the Circus Sports app, I'm sorry, joins us on the Circus Sports Illinois hotline. Download the Circus Sports app today. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good morning, Hall. I am positive that the guy sitting next to you, Gabe Ramirez, can come up with a better nickname for me than the khaki pants of the score, even though I know how well you mean with it. I know how well, but I'll bet you Gabe can come yeah. up with something. You, you hate it, don't you, Grody? You hate it. I don't know. Just, Grody's, it's just khaki pants. Yeah, Grody's the, a, the backwards cap. It, it goes the backwards with everything. cap of the score. Backwards cap is cooler. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and backward like, cap, backward cap goes with everything. You can wear it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yes, okay. I Did you have to like embarrass me there, Grody? <laughs> for no. having a dated reference? I mean No, I mean because I, I know how well you I just that like Look, you're right. Khaki pants are great, and we've all we all wear khaki pants. I just think of them as too rank and file. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A little bit too rank and file. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I offended no. you by complimenting you. Except I will never <laughs> compliment you again. Grody, Grody, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No. They were flagging anthem khaki, so they're awesome. Right. They're yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's cool. All right, let's start with the Bears because that is your area of expertise. We talked to Big Z about the ramifications of Eddie Jackson and, and Cody Whitehair being released. Want to know your reaction to that and how you think they may replace either guys. I think Eddie Jackson certainly the bigger concern than Cody Whitehair. Yeah, I think that it's you know I was I did the the I was in for Gabe last night and the news had broken that day and it, it just got me thinking and reflecting a little bit and feeling a little bit sad because those were two 
stalwarts of the Bears offense and of the the Bears defense. Cody White here was a terrific Bear and offensive lineman for the most part in a second round pick in 2016. I know he had his issues this year. Um, you know, he was not the best guard. He was obviously not the best center on this team this year. So it probably it was probably fitting that it ended, but I thought he was a terrific bear. Um, and uh, same thing with with Eddie Jackson, you know, uh, it he never quite got when well, never really came close to getting back to where he was in in 2018 when he had the the six picks including a couple of touchdown returns but you know that 2018 season it cannot be denied on the total plate of work by Eddie Jackson I mean that definitely ups his average <laughs> in so many areas um, you know, those two seasons where he didn't have any interceptions, I thought those were really disappointing and unfortunately carved out a little bit of his legacy as well, that he was not going to be what what he what we thought he was in 2017 and then obviously in 2018 when he was a legitimate all-pro. But both guys, good Bears careers, both drafted by the Bears, so that makes it a little bit more special and even a little bit more melancholy that both of these two guys are moving on. In terms of replacement for either of these guys, you know, I cannot see a scenario at this point where the, I mean, I can see them, you know, going young in the draft and later rounds and things like that, but I cannot see the Bears going crazy in terms of the money in replacing Eddie Jackson at this point, um, just because I think that it is, um, you know, that that he is not the guy uh, or that is not the position where they can afford to put a whole lot of money into. You know, it was always like for years, Eddie Jackson was the guy that they were trying to to find the 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 partner for or have the partner for, whether it was Adrian Amos or HaHa ha Clinton Dix or Tashawn Gibson. And now that changes to your third year safety, who has come on so strong and Jaquan Brisker that you have to find the right partner for him. As far as Cody Whitehair is concerned and, you know, replacing him on the offensive line. I mean, although he was no longer a starter on that team, I mean, depth is a real concern for this Bears offensive line. And obviously you've got to find a, a center to replace Lucas Patrick and anybody who played center this past year. Grody, I'm curious if there's anything that, you know, Cody Whitehair or Eddie Jackson could have done this season that would have made this decision a bit more difficult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if if Cody Whitehair, Gabe, had just sort of been steady as she goes, Cody Whitehair, and I know that, you know, he's had issues in the past with snapping the football, but if he had just been his usual self, I don't know if we would be – you know, talking about that that as much. I mean, I don't know if he's still starting, but definitely a depth piece. So I just think his play dropped off. And, you know, you do save money with both of these guys. And I think that was part of the reason with Eddie Jackson and that it was time to move on. You know, I think one of the factors too, you know, you asked the question, Gabe, like what could have like somebody like Eddie Jackson have done to stick around longer? I really do think that there were, yeah, there are injury concerns and stability concerns. When I say stability, I mean physically for Eddie Jackson. You know, it just seems like every year there's a chunk of games that he misses, and I think it has caused him to be less effective. And obviously you're not helping the team when you're not there 
and you're not playing. So I just think that he's been banged up to some degree. So maybe if he had stayed healthier, things could have changed. But it did feel like because, guys, I mean, you got to remember last year before the season started, we were talking about the possibility of both of these guys or one of these guys being released from the team. So mm-hmm. they, they would have had to do a ton to have hold, held their positions. I believe. So none of this, unfortunately, none of this comes as a, a surprise that either Jackson or Whitehair was uh, released. All right, let's change subjects to the conversation in town that everyone's talking about. Some may even call it a debate like uh, they are here on the Parkinson Spiegel show who's hosting a QB one town hall meeting next Wednesday, two to six in front of a live studio audience at the Blue Cross Blue Shield Performance Stage B, the sixth caller now, 312-540-0670. And you can go. You can get a pair of tickets to go partake in this debate on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. You can also register to win by visiting 670thescore.com slash contest. The QB1 Town Hall, Parkinson Spiegel, next Wednesday, 2 to 6. Grody, they're calling it a debate. Is it a debate or is it a conversation? Which way are you leaning and what are you expecting? I lean the Caleb Williams route. I just think that there is an undeniability about him. And I understand all the risks that, that are involved. Had a good conversation last night with, uh, with Trey Wingo about, you know, Trevor Lawrence and how Trevor Lawrence really has not, like he was the last guy that you looked at that was like Caleb Williams were just undeniable, no doubt about it, no debate about it. He's the first round pick. So there's some, there's some risk involved, but I just think that the Chicago Bears are uniquely positioned, not just because they have the number one overall pick. They are literally neatly positioned, but they are positioned to finally, potentially get their the quarterback that they have so been desiring for most of this franchise's history. So how can you not take a shot at that? Um, even though, look, there's other there's other great options. That, that's the whole thing. Like, it's okay. I think Caleb Williams is their best way to go. But I also think it's okay to say, yeah, the idea of, of stacking a team around Justin Fields, there's a tantalizing option. Um, you know, Gabe Ramirez's guy, Drake May, that's still a tantalizing option. And, and one of those guys, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, one of those guys is probably going to pop in the NFL as well. So there's risk involved, but I still settle on this is a franchise that has to take a big swing still on quarterback. It ain't there yet, you know, no matter what we say about Justin Fields. And I like Justin Fields, but it's not there yet. So I am definitely team Caleb Williams. Is it Drake May to guys like uh, Gabe or is it Drake maybe? Brody, don't laugh at that, bro. Don't laugh at that because then you're encouraging it. Don't do it. It's just not right, girls. Aw, you are the best because nobody comes up with stuff like that. Just better, like, better than you do. You know what I was thinking about yesterday wow. as I was doing a little baseball homework for the show? Hey, Hayden was nasty. Oh, yeah. Gotta love the was nasty. Got the t-shirt. Drake, maybe. Call me maybe, baby. Call me maybe. It better be a sure thing if you're going to draft him, too. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) I'm just saying. You don't want to be uncertain. If you're drafting him, too, he can't be Drake, maybe. He's got to be the guy you have conviction with. If you're moving down there. eh. He's got to be Drake, absolutely. Drake, that's his new name from now on. 
Put that Break in a that promo. Put that Break in a promo. I'll write it. Play it later in your show, Grody. Here's my question for you, Grody. Why do you hate Justin Fields? <laughs> <laughs> you, man. Oh, God, I don't hate Justin Fields. I've you talk to him been... every single week, one-on-ones with the guy, and then all of a sudden, end of the season, you're like, nah, I hate him. That's, see, see, that's, I'm actually glad you're trolling me, but I'm actually glad that you're asking this question because that's just it. That's why this is so hard. I do like Justin Fields. I see the man every day. I interviewed him after every game for a couple of years. So I do have a relationship with the man. So it actually does hurt my soul a little bit every time I have to say, I think that it's time to, to move on and have Caleb Williams be the quarterback. Um, And if he's not, then I'm just going to have to deal with that again for another year. So tell us about on the clock, Mark. I think you bring it back and people have come to have some fun with it because the draft is 69 days away, I believe, and it will be here before you know it. And there's certainly a lot to cover. And the Bears are on the clock with the number one overall pick for the second year in a row. And with that comes a lot of responsibility, a lot of opportunity, and certainly a lot of scrutiny. Oh, absolutely. And uh, yes, on the clock, uh, I'll be putting my khaki pants on tonight for on the clock. You know, I'm doing this this morning hit right now. I'll I'll uh, put the khaki pants back on tonight. Um, and on the clock will be every, well, mostly on Friday night, six o'clock until seven o'clock. And yes, for an hour from six o'clock until seven o'clock tonight, for example, we will just hardcore pure focus on the NFL draft with a 97% emphasis on the Chicago Bears and what they are doing. We're going to talk to experts, we'll hopefully talk to some ex-GMs. I'm going to be at the NFL Combine, so there'll be a show that will originate from there. Tonight's show, we are going to have on uh, Mike Renner, an NFL draft analyst from the Locked On Network, so he will be our first guest tonight at 625, maybe even take some calls, see what the people are thinking tonight, but it's really just a very focused look at the Bears, um, and it's it's really amazing that this show has occurred two years in a row because last year the Bears get the number one overall pick and, you know, the the powers that be at the score, Ryan Porth and Mitch Rosen were like, hey, you want to do, we got an idea for this show since we're in this very unique situation. So I always call it a pop-up show. It's a seasonal show. Um, and hey, the Bears have the number one pick again. So I got re-up for another year. So this is season two of, I don't know, do we want this? Do we want this show to continue on every year? I don't know if we when, want this show to continue Whenever on. we can get more Grody, we, we, we'll take it willingly, uh, Mark. That's why we want you to know. So every season for that for that matter. And if it means the Bears get the number one pick, so be it. What are you, say, what are you saying? Because you do want Caleb Williams. What are you saying to the people that still want draft picks in some form or another? Does that come at number nine moving down? Or is it just, you know, too bad, so sad, you're not going to get more draft picks from, from anything? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have a based on the success that Ryan Poles had doing this last year and you know I'm not expecting the trade of the first round pick so it was easy to get picks out of that last year I could see a scenario where they do trade down at nine but I tend to feel like they will stick with that pick because you know one of the things is is that it's not just you know I think when they first started this rebuild 
it was, and this is an oversimplification, but it was kind of like quantity over quality. Let's fill a roster. Let's let's break down what was here. Let's fill up the roster. Then last year, you started to make it real with the signings of a couple of linebackers. Obviously, the Montez Sweat thing, um, you know, made it like you actually are going after quality. So I think that that's what you are going to start to see the bears move into their realm now and keeping, you know, the, that picket number nine, I think obviously allows you to go after quality, whether that's, whether at that point it is a wide receiver spot. And we all know that there's three, you know, really outstanding wide receivers that, you know, that are pretty eye popping and Marvin Harrison and Malik neighbors and Roma Dunze, and then a bunch of other good receivers as well. So personally, I would like to see the Bears hold on to that number nine pick. But, you know, hey, if if Ryan Poles, I mean, he's earned a certain degree of trust with what he does in the draft. If he sees fit to trade down, I could totally get on board with that as well. Final minute, Grody. If you had to say which ex-Bear, or maybe soon-to-be ex-Bear, or let's just say this, among Justin Fields or Eddie Jackson, which player is most likely to be a member of the Atlanta Falcons next year? <laughs> that's a great question man because obviously ryan pace drafted both of those guys i see what you're doing right there <laughs> Haw. um which player is more like i would say eddie jackson and i feel like we've all been sort of jamming justin fields into atlanta i mean because it's just convenient because he's from there we've been doing that for a while I feel like we've been saying that more than it's been uttered in atlanta so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say because that like you got to give Ryan Pace some serious credit for that. I mean, that's a fourth round pick and Eddie Jackson, you know, Eddie Jackson was also terrific in 2017 and then 18 and had a good career. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Ejax on that one. Good call. Our remind us what time is on the clock tonight on the score on the clock, gentlemen. Thank you for asking. I appreciate you guys for having me on and all that kind of good stuff. Um, I'll be on tonight from 6 PM until 7 PM. And then, and then it will be, Hub Arkish and me from seven o'clock until nine o'clock. So basically, basically the format's not going to change a whole lot after the six to seven. No, no, it's on the clock from six to seven. Off the right. clock, off the clock from seven to nine. Off the rails, <laughs> yeah, yeah. off the <laughs> rails from seven to nine. Yeah, ready. The daily score also on your Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcast. Correct. Yep. Yep. Every day. You're we, a busy guy. Uh, Love it. Most days. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Doing a great job, Mark Grody. And if you missed our conversation with Mark Grody, if you missed our conversation with Brad Biggs or any of our conversations that we've had this morning, you can find them later on the Odyssey app. Use the Rewind feature and go back and listen. Just search 670 to score. Tap earlier today and you can get started. Okay, there was history made on Thursday night in Iowa. Caitlin Clark became the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Her athletic director, Beth Getz, well, join us next on The Score. It's Mullion Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? Welcome back. It's Molly and Ha, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, Gabe Ramirez in for Molly today. That was a highlight from Thursday night in Iowa, Carver Hawkeye Arena. Caitlin Clark breaking the all time women's scoring record 3,569 career points. She scored 49 last night, and that record came on her eighth point of the evening. She scored the first eight of the game, and of course, it was a logo three. And that takes us out to the SCORE hotline, the Circus Sports Illinois hotline. Download the Circus Sports app today, and that's where we welcome, pleased to welcome, the Iowa Athletic Director, Beth Getz, friend of the program, in the building, witness history. Good morning, Beth. Thank you for joining us. What was that like? Uh, it's so great to be with you guys this morning. And, uh, you know, it's, always, it's hard to put in words what it's uh what it's like to watch her play every day uh, because she's been breaking records um, almost every time she steps on the court, but what an amazing accomplishment and feat for any athlete in any sport and in any gender. And so it was uh, just amazing to to witness that last night. And and obviously you could hear uh, our amazing passion and fan base in the crowd and people were watching all over the, all over the country to be sure. And it's been so amazing to see the passion that your fan base has when it comes not only to the team, but specifically to Caitlin Clark. We know about her her skills on the court, Beth. But can you talk a little bit about Caitlin off the court? What's she like as a person? Well, she's, um, you know, if, if it's possible for her to even be uh, better than advertised, she, she's certainly that as, as a young woman. I mean, her, uh, just her character, her passion, her genuine care for her teammates and, and the community, um, you know, is, is just unparalleled. So, um, I mean, she has matured beyond her years to, to navigate the, the fame and the competitive level she competes at. Um, but you know she's she's just a, a happy-go-lucky uh, young woman who's who's incredibly ambitious and and is making a great impact. So yeah. wonderful to be around. You see it on a regular basis. We were exposed to it when she, Iowa played Northwestern here 
in town at Evanston, people lining up at 6 in the morning, 4 in the morning. Everywhere she goes, it's a traveling road show. Last night, it was more than just a statistical record being broken, Beth. I imagine the the the, the t- attention, Wall Street Journal is there. To the, the Today Show is giving attention to this. There is a phenomenon. She's not just a women's basketball player. She is, feels like it's a movement. Something's happening because of Caitlin Clark. And to be able to be in your seat to watch this unfold, it's got to be just one of the, the biggest things you've ever experienced. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it's it's a it's a privilege, and you know, like anybody else, we're we're fans, and certainly in my lifetime, growing up as a female athlete, um, just to be able to see uh, this moment and the way she sees it uh, is has been amazing. And you know, she's the first one to point uh, point out how many shoulders she stood on, and and how these opportunities came, and who's who's alongside her for the ride. But um, you know, certainly the right superstar athlete, generational talent, and superstar individual at the right time. Um, and it's it's just been fun to, to see that take off. And, you know, her legacy um, and nothing she'll want more is to ensure uh, that this attention on, on the sport of women's basketball and women's sports in general continues. Beth, can you talk about the, the, the feeling on campus? I mean, because it's one thing for you to be affected, the team to be affected, but the entire, you know, Iowa University as a whole, I'm sure – uh, is affected. Can you speak to that and what campus life is like? Well, you know, she's she's certainly a star here, but but one of the gifts that she has and that Coach Bluter and that whole program um, has is that she's made everybody feel a part of the team. Um, so it's it, it feels personal. Our campus, whether they've met. Uh, you know, met Caitlin or had class with her or um, had a chance to interact. They all feel like they know her, um, and that's you know that's a that's a gift she has. And um, for them, it's just I, I think everybody uh, is is grateful and doesn't take for granted being a part of this journey um, and getting a chance to live it alongside of her. I mean, the, the impact, uh, the transformational impact she's made on our university again certainly uh, certainly extends well beyond our our athletic buildings. Um, and so it's really neat to see that. In terms of it being just sort of a revelation or something new or novel, I just wonder how it compares, Beth, to uh, things that you've experienced throughout your career. Now, I know, uh, I know your path well. I know you spent the time at Ball State as the athletic director, which is how we became friends, and, and I always appreciate that. Before that, you were a butler. You were a butler during the Brad Stevens years, the, the Final Four, when Butler became – you know, March's darling, and it became a thing, and everyone knew exactly where Butler was and what that meant, and sort of the magic that Gordon Hayward nearly, you know, finished off. I just wonder when you compare the basketball fairy tales, and how does what's going on with Caitlin Clark compare to what happened at places like Butler? You know, it's a really good comparison. I'm not sure I've I've thought about it exactly like that, other than often to remind myself. Um, how uh, fortunate I've been to be in the right place at the right time and, and live some of those experiences. And of course I was at UConn too. So I've seen <laughs> women's basketball at the highest level. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I do think there are um, opportunities where you can capture, you just capture the dreams of everybody around you. Um, and in that, in those moments, um, it, it just, it reminds you what the power of sport can do. Uh, it can, you know, it certainly unites an institution, but it unites a community, um, brings people together, and and certainly this is continues to be a time where that's that's a positive thing for all. Well, Beth, enjoy the ride. March is right around the corner. It's going to be a long month, I think, for you in Iowa City, and I, I hope it is for everyone who's enjoying 
all that Caitlin Clark has to offer. Look forward to talking to you when maybe they're in the Final Four or maybe <laughs> cutting down the nets after a national title. Well, I know uh, I know they, they've got great things ahead and are going to continue to compete and, and uh, do what they can at the highest level. So thanks for having me on today, and go Hawks. <laughs> thanks, Beth. Beth Getz, the athletic director at the University of Iowa. Obviously, the part that we didn't talk to her about, Gabe, is that the economic impact, mm. not only in the communities that the women's basketball team from Iowa visit, as we saw in Evanston, but the budget. At Iowa, they are relevant. They are on TV. They are doing things that you know other women's programs haven't done before. She mentioned being at Connecticut. Connecticut is probably close. Tennessee with Pat Summit was was that kind of program. Iowa is a powerhouse, and everybody wants to watch what Caitlin Clark has to do next. I love what Stacey Dale said yesterday. Where she said, hey, man, when I was in college, I wanted to be in the same conference as Cheryl Swoops. And I'm sure there are a bunch of young women that see Caitlin Clark playing and they say to themselves, hey, I want to be in that conference. I might not play at Iowa. I might play for, you know, Nebraska or Maryland or something like that. But but I'm going to be in that, that, that conversation. And these are things that are swaying. That I wanted to ask her what were – but I didn't want to pry too much. That's more of a question for you. But, like, what what has been the most difficult part? You know, it's, it's fun to be along for this ride, as you mentioned. You know, being the AD, watching it firsthand, there has to be some difficulties associated with Well, I think probably that's a good, that would be a good Caitlin question. Clark. I think if we had her longer, we probably would have gotten into that because, you know, obviously with all success comes its share of bureaucratic hurdles. Uh, the increase in attention creates a, a demand that you might not have anticipated with your typical women's basketball season. Now as you get into March and – she has the record, and she's fulfilled and exceeded expectations. Now what's next? And you look, at, you look at what she's capable of doing. Are you prepared as a university for that? And you've got to be able to anticipate problems that you never have experienced. That's a difficult part about being a, an executive. That's why you need to hire people who are capable and uh, – she sounds pretty capable and ready for any of those challenges. She had no problem reminding us that she was at UConn as well. Yeah. <laughs> Understanding that her resume is one that... And Ball State. Eh, yeah, she might have forgot, forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> she might have she slipped past that She did one. a nice job there. Yeah, yeah. She did great. Oh, you just, you just, eh, Ball State. You just, eh. It's okay. Uh, not me. I think everyone would just, eh, <laughs> Ball State. <laughs> wow. Wow, it's getting... Says the, says the kid that went to UIC. Okay. From UIC. I, I do find myself, though, uh, last night after you know preparing for this and then looking at the schedule and wondering, uh, I, let's face it, we don't pay that close attention to women's college basketball in Chicago. But I found myself looking at the schedule and wondering, okay, well, I always do this, and I wonder how that's going to be there. And oh, I wonder who they're going to draw. I, and all of a sudden, you're on board. The so bandwagon is still accepting – People and it's getting bigger by the day. I'll say this: when you like when she hit that shot, like as she mentioned, right, like the, the shot to break the record, logo three, and then she says confidently, "Swaggy." Like, what'd you think? I was like, "What'd you think I was going to do?" What'd of course, think? I was going to do this. Yeah, and I think that's the part that's so amazing. It's one thing to see Steph Curry do it; he, any man do it is like incredible when you see it happen because you you have the guts, the werewolves to do it in the middle of a game. But for Caitlin Clark, something that you just don't see in female basketball. 
right? In women's basketball, you don't see people pulling up from the logo casually. Well, her range is extraordinary. And that's my point. Yeah, her range is makes her even rarer. She's she's just a threat to score once she crosses the the ten second line. Contested hand in her face to break to break that thing. Nobody calls it the ten second line anymore because it's an eight second line. Okay, it's eight second. Whatever. You know where I was talking about. You know what I think is also cute about this today. Alex Kuhn, who's filling in for Dustin today. Shout out, Alex. He thought that we booked Beth Getz for him because he's an <laughs> Iowa guy. He thought that we like, yeah, you know, we love Alex, so we're going to get him an yeah, Iowa I, athletic director. I Wait. thought you guys were going to talk about how she helped oust Brian Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz oh, wait, on the right offensive my coordinator. Oh, okay. okay. That was the third question. Yeah. I did want to say, though, I'm glad <laughs> Dustin is not here to hear this today, but I, I got to know some some coaches in the Iowa, in the state of Iowa, and they talked about Caitlin Clark's recruiting process. She really wanted to go to Notre Dame. From Are what you I can, serious? from what I can he- have heard, scoop. That was her number one. She's from West Des Moines. I know. And she did not want to go to Iowa first. No, she did. She right. it was in her it was in her top three, but she had an offer. I heard that maybe something fell through, and at that point, committed to Iowa immediately. Wait a second. So which what part fell through? The money. No, no, no this is before. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I no. no. Uh, this, this is just what I've heard. As I, as I said, the money. The she money. was very interested in Notre <laughs> Dame. So, the money. You're so cynical. <laughs> Why would not no, why would Notre Dame be interested in Caitlin Clark? This is going to haunt Neil Ivy forever. How how do you not how do you not say yes to Caitlin Clark? I need you to I need you to do more research on this. If you could give me I'll dig a little deeper. eight page rundowns before every show that starts at five thirty, <laughs> you need to do more research if you're just going to drop that little bomb at nine thirty seven. Alex, you back in on Monday or no? No, not back in on uh, Monday. Okay, because oh. I know I know Dustin's gone, so I thought maybe he could have that homework for you by Monday can morning. Have it arranged. <laughs> Shoot it via email. Alex, the MVP. Remember, I named him MVP, and I've never heard the last of it. I just wonder if that is the. Can you imagine? I mean, okay, I can't imagine anything. Caitlin Clark has done everything conceivable in a college basketball career at the University of Iowa, and good for the Hawkeyes. I did not know that nugget about Notre Dame. If Notre Dame had the chance to have Caitlin Clark in South Bend and didn't take advantage, wow. Yeah, I'm sure you could say that for any school. But I'm sure Iowa made that last second push to make sure that she was there. Or maybe Notre Dame didn't want her? You sound like me talking to Grody now. <laughs> why do you hate Justin Fields? <laughs> Notre Dame, why did, you, why did you say no to Caitlin Clark? Well, I wonder if they've been asked that. I wonder if Neil Ivey's been asked that. We've had Neil Ivey on the show. You yeah. know who Neil Ivey is, by the way. I don't. She's a women's basketball coach at Notre Dame. Well, now I do. Yeah, okay. And she's a very well accomplished. She's Jaden Ivey's mom. Jaden Ivey. You know Jaden Ivey. You're an NBA guy. Come on. I am. Now, this goes back before she was there. So, Muffet McGraw? Correct. Muffet McGraw didn't want Caitlin Clark. Now, now you're talking. I could, I could find that out for myself. All right. I have a weekend project. I'll report back. I'll take I'll take those eight pages on Monday as well. <laughs> was it eight today? <laughs> Nobody prepares a rundown like Alex Coog. This is this is categorized. It has an index. One of the best like fill-ins. I'm not just saying that, but like when he's here, it's like it feels like Dustin's here I, with Alex. I mean, I know Dustin might be listening, but Brandon's right. Brandon's exactly right. There's, truth is the truth. It's like Dustin's out. Oh, wait, who's in? Alex? Oh, we good. We good. No problem. 
Did I seem a little too excited the other day when I found that out? <laughs> you guys are like, wait a second. You're way too happy. Yeah, David loves when we're not here. <laughs> I was going to say, don't let, don't let Dustin see the Twitch recording of this segment, right? <laughs> That's true. This is recorded? Oh, man. This oh, is, I hope this is on. A, this is on video? I didn't know that. Luckily, he's at a college with his child. <laughs> not in Chicago. All right, we got a, a, just a couple minutes before transition. So any big uh, weekend plans, Gabe? This weekend, uh, I will be on BetQL uh, Saturday. Myself, uh, and I don't know who my co-host is because it's rotating right now. So Saturday, we'll be talking some, some gambling uh, there, and then that's it, man. Hang You're good at us. talking gambling. You are really good in that space. I really enjoy gambling. You do. You got me, actually. I blamed you last night. I took your name in vain. When I did go to the window, as they say, I went to my FanDuel account, and I placed a couple bets because Bedard was back. <laughs> I don't typically do that. Why would you do Brandon that? is the Bedard, he's a hockey guy. He bets on hockey all the time and wins. I decided to go that route because you kind of influenced me. No, not at all. You influenced yourself. And I will say this. If there's one tip I can give you, never bet with your heart. I did. <laughs> I know. I was like, shots out, go five plus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's coming back hot. He's coming back hot. <laughs> and you know what I did? I lost that money. It's never coming back. Of course. And I just got carried away. So that's why I woke up this morning in a little bit more of a sobering state of mind. You're not going to miss your $8 that you bet yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? I don't know it was eight. You, I don't, think st- it, you don't strike me like the guy that laid down a hundo on, on a I wouldn't lay down a hundo on a hockey game. I, I wouldn't do that. You don't strike like I said. No. What I mean, ten dollar bet you made. I, I would say. I think it was. I think, I think it was fifteen. Fifteen. All right. I, and I and I think fifteen on that. I think fifteen on. I did the parlay of Crosby, Bedard, <laughs> and a third guy scoring. <laughs> I did. I know. I believe it. That's I had a, some fun. I, I get it. That's I what that's it. for, right? I had some fun at the Super Bowl. I don't bet a lot. I had some fun with Bedard being back. I said, you know what? If I'm wrong, I can blame Gabe for like you know he's Mister Gambling. Sure, I'll take so, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. So BetQL this weekend, that's good. I'm looking forward to uh, my son. I, my son's coming home. We'll have a good hockey conversation. Monday, you're in with Layla. Monday lifts Layla. Work. Yeah, Monday with Layla. That's that's going to be fun for me. Layla's got to get up earlier than. Listen, she works hard. She works hard. She's going to be on Sports Sunday, Sunday night. She's going to be here Monday, five thirty to ten. And probably an hour early. That's a grinder. She'll be early. Yeah, she's. She's also early. here today too. Oh, Layla's here today. That's yep. right. That's why she saw her walking down the hallway. <laughs> Layla and Dan. Lawrence is off. Bernstein is and Holmes with Layla sitting in. We'll do transition next. It's Mullen Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, six seventy. The score. But before we do that, don't hit the button yet, Alex. Take directions well. See, you're very good at that. Now you can be the sixth caller to the scores contest line, 312-540-0670, and you can win tickets to see Santana with Counting Crows, Saturday, June 29th, Credit Union 1 Amphitheater in Tinley Park. Tickets at LiveNation.com on sale at 10 o'clock. It's Mullion Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 